Welcome to the Financial Planners Playbook, LIA's new podcast series. This episode is hosted by Mark Hederman, CEO of Hederman Financial Solutions, and Sean O'Connor, Senior Consultant at Insight Private Clients. Today, they're chatting to Jane Skehan about the current retirement planning landscape in Ireland and the impact this is having on the financial planning industry here. James has over 40 years of pension industry experience and is currently lecturing on the retirement planning module of LIA's postgraduate diploma in financial planning. In this episode, Mark, Sean and James will also discuss the impact that having LIA's or PA designation has had on their careers and their client relationships. We hope you enjoy this episode. We're delighted to welcome you here to the first in the series of short podcasts hosted by myself and Sean, where we'll be discussing the benefits of, of advanced qualifications for financial planners. Throughout this series, Sean and I will be joined by some of the lecturers at the LIA Level 9 Advanced Qualification courses to provide students with a leading in industry-recognised designations. T- today, we are delighted to be joined by Jane Skeen, who's the lecturer for the Retirement Planning RPA module. Uh, that leads obviously on to the prestigious RPA designation. James, absolutely delighted to welcome you. Thanks again for joining myself and Sean. No problem. Looking forward to the discussion. Super. And uh, James, if we can kick off, is there any chance you might be able to just give us an insight into the course content and the range of topics that are covered off uh, by way of the syllabus? Yeah, I'm I'm very excited about the course. You know, I, I've been working in pensions, believe it or not now, for over 45 years at this stage. Um, but I think the last two years have seen more changes and developments than in the previous 43. Um, it's an incredibly exciting time to be in pensions. And, you know, nearly not a week goes by without some new change or development. And quite difficult to, to keep up to date with everything. I think that, that's why this course is going to be particularly relevant. You know, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through every facet and aspect of uh, the, the, the pensions industry, you know, starting with the state pension and the retirement age. Um, I'll talk with the different types of individuals, you know, be it sole traders, proprietary directors. Um, we look about the private sector and public sector from, from an employee point perspective. And again, just going back to proprietary directors, huge changes in that area over, over the last number of months. You know, the traditional executive pension plan that we all knew and loved so well over the years is now dead and buried as a result of the pensions authority. Um, but what we've had is we have two new exciting developments. You know, the insurance companies have been quick to uh, bring to the table their retail master trusts and the government have kind of pressed on with their pension simplification and have made PSAs now they put them literally on a par with occupational pension schemes in terms of pension funding and it would also appear um, that the rules and regulations surrounding uh, occupational pension schemes in terms of funding rules um, won't apply to PSAs so it looks as if it's going to be the ultimate simple pension product. Um, then we, we'll talk about you know, leaving service, the different options on leaving service, the charges that will apply to all types of pension contracts. Um, we look at benefit limits. And as I say, there's a huge distinction now between PSAs and occupational pension schemes. Um, we look at pension adjustment orders. You know, um, it's a sad fact, I suppose, that there's more and more uh, legal separations and divorces happening. And you know, after the, the family house, the pension scheme is quite likely to be the largest asset. And quite often it has to be divided between the two spouses. Mm -hmm. Um, 
we then sort of after about the middle of the course we move more to the group side of uh, the the market and we look at risk benefits group risk in particular and um, providing pension benefits for employees and that will cover everything as i say PSAs, occupational pension schemes you know i up to and the huge change that has brought about in in the pension industry and um, and looking forward to auto enrollment you know it's gosh now 12 months away um it's supposed yeah. to start. We've, we've been waiting for it for a long, long time, but it would appear that Absolutely. it's now going to happen. Um, we'll then talk about investment. And I suppose the big issue with investment now is, is sustainable investment and how that has to be brought into the whole advice process and how the, the various investment funds have to be classified under SFDR. And then we'll finish by the whole area of fact finding. And I look at a couple of case studies, both for individuals, but then also for employers and the, the group situation. So a huge, huge agenda to cover. Absolutely. And, and and you hit the nail on the head, James, in the, the last two years have absolutely flipped things on their head. And and from an advisor's perspective, it's it, it can be a very difficult space to to try and onboard all this all of this new information. And I suppose what you want to be able to do is put yourself in a position where you're as worldly and as educated as possible to, to take on all of these various challenges. Some some people out there may have experience in, in certain facets of pension planning and and uh, and due to the legislative changes going forward, that might no longer be the case, and they're not going to really now need to expand their knowledge. And I suppose the length and breadth of the range of subject matter across the course is really going to really forearm advisors to to take on really any challenges that's posed relative to any future legislation changes that might come down the tracks. Yeah, and I, and I think you know, the governments are going to press ahead with with pensions, more pension simplification. You know, so I think it's going to be a completely evolving market. Yeah, I think I think from a client-facing perspective as well, um, guys, it is. I think the client expectation is that as advisors, we would know what's coming, we'd know what's lying ahead, what the future lies. You know, you you mentioned there that you talk about the state pension and the NRAs and all that stuff at the very outset of the of the course, and the whole background of pensions in Ireland is really interesting and looking forward vis-a-vis -vis what has to happen in the future. Like this isn't about just knowing how to set a pension from an advisor's point of view. It's about educating ourselves and building the level of knowledge. So as we've got a, a very, very high level of credibility with our peers, but most importantly in front of clients. That's the biggest thing I see from a client-facing point of view is that you have to be, you really have to be on top of your game as regards to the knowledge, being completely familiar with the changes that are ongoing all the time. So you mentioned the last two years, God knows the next two years would be, would probably be just, just as, uh, as high energy changes as well. So I think th that credibility is huge. Absolutely. And, and you know, it, it is to, if you like, have a fairly wide uh, understanding of mm -hmm. issues that are running kind of parallel to pensions, not just sort of the core pension subjects. Like the, the whole state pension age um, and age discrimination has kind of been a very interesting aspect over the last number of years. And there's been numerous cases of individuals who have taken their employers to court to try and continue working. Some have been successful and some haven't. Mm -hmm. a, a, a very interesting case was the Transdev, the Lewis driver, who took a case and he was unsuccessful because his role was deemed to be uh, safety conscious and therefore yeah. you know, he, he was forced to retire at 65. As other people have been able to, to, to continue working. You know, um, fixing the state pension age at 66 to me is an absolute time bomb. Mm -hmm. It's a complete political decision, and uh, I think the chickens will come home to roost on that in a few years when PSI rates will have to go through yeah. the roof. You know, so it's all so those wider issues, if you like, um, yeah. and how they impact 
how we advise our our our, our pension clients. You know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a remarkable, and, and again, a, a, a lot of what's there is a real kick the can down the road and let future generations or future future governments deal with the problem. I, 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 not to blow smoke chains, but I, I, I felt in my own progression that the going through the RPA course for me was a light bulb moment. And it was a both, I, I, I recall going through the course and finishing, and I had a kind of a sense of, a, a terrifying sense of one, and one role as to how wide this universe is. And how little, not to do myself then, but how little I knew. And I suppose the other element was the excitement uh, of, of what a world of opportunity is now available. And I, I love that concept of specialization. And, and one of the areas that, that the RPA allowed us to do within our own practices, we actually sat down and we worked out this concept of saying, well, realistically, uh, we'd prefer to be experts and specialists in one given one given area rather than try and piecemeal together bits of investment planning or protection planning or retirement planning. And what it, what the RPA course allowed us to do in the office have a very grown up chat around well who was going to specialise in the various roles. And, and for myself, I was fortunate that we decided to to build a, 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 a retirement transition unit within the company. Primarily off the back of having gone through the course and the, and the skill set that that was then available to us was was remarkable. The the dynamic shift in terms of our conversations with our clients was was revolutionary, relative and coming through the course. And if anything, it just allowed us to ask much better questions. Yeah, w one of the things that I found really good about the course um, in in the last the last course before Christmas was the participation from from the students. The first week, everybody was fairly quiet, and then you had a few questions. But by week three, you know, the questions were flowing in. And I ended up, at, and actually, the very first thing I said was in the first lecture, nobody knows everything, which was just yeah. as well because about five minutes <laughs> into yeah. the first lecture, <laughs> someone threw a question at me that I hadn't a clue about. So yeah. it, it you don't ever admit that. <laughs> I had to learn as I went along, and and quite often, you know, there was homework for me to do after each lecture yeah. when I had to go and uh, you know look up a particular issue or look up more detail on a particular issue. But yeah. what I found was the interaction with students was really, really good and strong. There's something I, the like from the module point of view. There's a few things I, I'd say in it as regards the study part of it. It's a lot easier enjoy or sorry, a lot easier to study for something that you enjoy and. For me and certainly anybody in the financial planning industry, the retirement planning piece, A, it's hugely relevant. It's massively relevant. It's a growing, growing um, part of our, our job to make sure the clients are aware of it. But the actual subject matter on pensions and on the retirement planning piece is huge. It's varied. It's not as simple as a pension. There's also the risk benefits and all the other parts you mentioned as well. So when something is really exciting that you're opening your eyes and you're getting those light bulb moments that, that Mark referred to, it, it just makes it so much more exciting and easier, easier to study for it. Um, I know certainly it wasn't, um, it wasn't a massive time dra drain for me. Like I was working full time, obviously, as, as most people are when they're doing this. So I know for me, it was a couple hours a week. That's what I needed to put into it uh, over and above the, the actual lectures. Um, everybody learns differently and so on. So it'll differ for different people, but that was, you know, it, it doesn't need to be huge, hugely time consuming to be fair. Um, but it is a very enjoyable subject and you know it, as there is the relevance of it and making sure that it is it's about making sure clients understand the need to look at this area because it's something that everybody kicks the can down the road including the government as you mentioned a minute ago um like i was reading it there was a, a wealth demographics uh, stats out there a couple of weeks ago from the the cfp group and 
they showed that something like, I think it's 30% of Ireland's GDP is set aside for pensions through private and public schemes and so on. Whereas compared to Australia, something like 130 and Denmark is 225 or something like that. So, you know, understanding the relevance of that to auto enrollment and how it's it's relevant for us as practitioners and as client client advisors, it's hugely important, you know. Um, yeah, I, I think another great uh, aspect of, of, of the whole course is the fact that there's three exams. You know, um, there's two in-class assessments and each of those carry 25% of the marks and then the final exam is 50%. Yeah. So it's not a case of waiting for 12 weeks and then you've bang, you know, one big exam to, to, to cope with. Um, by the time the final exam comes around, you will, you will have got at or had the ability to score up to 50% of the overall marks. So the old days of the cramming to the very end won't work, James, what you're <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think this is better. <laughs> yes, I'd agree, I'd agree. Having gone through it, absolutely 100% agree. Yeah, and, and, and the beauty in a way, and, and, and Sean, you, you mentioned it there, is that you're, the, 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 uh, look, I'm no great fan of doing exams, but they do serve a very important purpose. What the very interesting part about doing the RPA exams is they, they effectively act like case studies. And um, the benefits of seeing your own progression as you go. Mm. And, and James, you, you, you mentioned it also, the the lovely nature of how the, the course I certainly felt it was a very much an open forum and 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 we have that expression there is no monopoly on information the actual growth that you find between obviously the the practitioners involved and then also with the course lectures is is fantastic and what a, what a great environment to share these various concepts and and grow the, the the end value as a result always then positioned towards what the client ultimately getting or what the the advisor is getting off the back of it is absolutely enormous and it's it's very hard maybe to put a value on it as i said it was a, a really a light bulb moment for us going through the rpa um as you said if you aspire like yourself james to do 45 years in the in the profession i'm i think i've just hit year 12 <laughs> the idea of having another what 33 is uh is, is or, or 40 nearly or 33 or so is a little bit scary but the real relevance of this and as Sean was mentioned relative to demographics, is the fact that we are facing into a period where um, you cannot rely on anybody else apart from yourself going forward. You cannot rely on state state pension supplements. Uh, you, we, we did talk briefly about the order enrollment piece, but that's very much, um, I did read in the Irish Times, an actuary uh, or past president of the Society actually is savaging the order enrollment scheme. And effectively what it's saying is, look, you're going you're gonna to have to take this on yourself for the average uh, individual, it's going to be very difficult. You will want a very skilled and very qualified practitioner, whether that's a CFP, an RPA, mm -hmm. somebody coming through and walking you through this and effectively hand-holding you through your, your, your own personal career to make sure no mistakes are being made. Because as we know, there will be the legislatory changes is, is of the last couple of years are really only the opening gambit of what we're likely to see now again over the, over the next decade. Yeah, well, no, I would agree. And, and it's interesting, you know, people aren't staying at the same job for long anymore. Exactly. So as a result, when you're meeting individual clients, they're likely to have a mixed bag. They could have a defined benefit for a pension. They could have been in the public sector for a while. They could have a PRB. They could now be in a DC scheme. So even at an individual level, you need to be aware of all the different types of pension schemes that are out there. Absolutely. I think from a, again, someone who's client facing, and I'm, you know, Mark the same, and a lot of people who are who are doing it are client facing. It is a massive distinguishing factor your pensions knowledge. I know from having worked in mm. big organisations, um, it's something that that is lacking. To be perfectly frank, so I think to do the RPA and the more and more people do an RPA, it it raises the the education level 
uh, in the area and certainly for anybody looking to do it, what's in it for them? I would say A, it's a really enjoyable and interesting and exciting subject and B, it is a great opportunity to distinguish yourself uh, from others if that's what they're looking from from a, from a progression point of view and how will it stand to them in their progression in their careers, you know? Yeah, I would agree. Definitely. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I, I definitely sec second that comment and yeah, abs absolutely agree. So, Lads, I, th I think we'll leave it at that. I think we've covered covered most of the bases. Um, firstly, just like to James, thanks again for joining us today and, and sharing those uh, really useful insights. Um, all the information in respect of the retirement planning module can be found on the LIA website. Again, thanks to all who've listened to this podcast. We hope you keep an eye out for the next edition of the series, uh, which will hopefully be up in the coming weeks. So we look forward to uh, talking with you again then.